Welcome, all you beautiful souls. We are Kat and Ash of Empathetic Villains, and we are here to share our personal thoughts and opinions about our healing journeys and what we're learning along the way. So, this is episode three for us. Woohoo! I'm pretty, pretty excited. And tired. And very tired. Um, we went to, we as in my immediate family, unfortunately, Kathy didn't go with us. Clearly but I, not the immediate family. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to make you go with us next time because it was so much fun. We went out by our friend who lives like five hours up north from us and um, celebrated my birthday out by them and just relaxed and... They live right next to the federal forest in Michigan, so it's just like beautiful trees everywhere you look. Their property has a pond on it, so my youngest was living his best life fishing from sunrise to sunset, and my oldest was having the time of his life being the older, coolest kid on the block. (laughs) And and me and the hubs just enjoyed our friend's company. We got to go on a triple date, which we never go on dates ever. But we went to um, this museum and did a wine tasting, which I'm not a huge wine fan, but it was still fun. And at every different wine like stall they had, because it was a couple different tables, there was also a different like appetizer that went with the wine. So we spent the entire night drinking wine, eating delicious food, and then walking around this museum. It was a fundraiser for a museum out by them. But we had so much fun. And it was very relaxing and like grounding to be so much in nature for the whole weekend. I mean, I'm proud of you for using buzzwords. Thank you. <laughs> I try. Um, there's something to be said though when you get back to like fresh air and sitting outside all day and being able to do it because they have a beautiful porch that's covered. So you can sit out there all day, you're not too hot. Um, it's just It makes you feel good, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. After you're you're stuck in your house all the time or at work or whatever, and then to, like, go out in nature is very... Nature is magical, I keep telling you. It is. It's very healing. So we had so much fun with that. And, yeah, now I'm trying to convince my husband that we should move out there. (laughs) You're not moving to Michigan. I put my foot down. (laughs) Michelle goes, um, don't even try it. I'd lock you in my basement. And I was like, okay, calm down, Kathy Bates. We don't need a repeat of misery here. Just relax. Or she could buy us a lake house and she could come with us. Michelle doesn't leave her house. It's never going to happen. But if, if she bought herself a lake house, she might. Highly doubtful unless it was stocked with 7,000 dogs. Uh, Michelle, please chime in. <laughs> um so yeah it was so much fun i missed my girl kathy though i texted her a couple times i'm like uh next time i go i'm just gonna bring you so oh and on the way there i mean 
This is like up north, up north, right? We are in the UP. We are in the UP. Yes. And we were driving through actually some areas that I know because we used to go up north when I was a kid to all these different places and my grandparents lived up there. So we actually like passed the lake we used to boat on when I was younger and my dad had a boat and you know, we'd go do that every weekend. So that was pretty cool. Very nostalgic. Uh, we went past the area where we four wheel all the time. So that was pretty cool too. Um, but yeah, they're five hours up North and I, it's like just North and then more North. And then like, it's just trees. It's crazy. So we're driving, I'm driving. I hate driving on road trips, but I can't drive at night. I mean, I can, but like it really, really bothers me and I can't see very well. So normally he'll take over. My husband will take over after um, it starts to get dark out. But so anyways, I'm driving this. I'm making this way longer than it needs to be. I'm Um, enjoying it. (laughs) Anyways, um, all of a sudden something like black runs out and I thought it was a dog at first because normally I'm the person who sees anything move like a leaf and I'm like oh my gosh a raccoon I better slow down or whatever and I was just about to say to my husband is that a bear and he looks at me and goes oh my gosh that's a bear why does everybody get to see bears except me I don't know but we a baby bear ran black bear ran right out in front of us in the middle of the road. I had to slam on my brakes. The, the bear's fine. Andy is, is telling me I was being super dramatic and we were not that close to the bear. you going to say Andy was not fine. <laughs> Andy's not fine. He got eaten by the baby bear. You know, thoughts and prayers, please. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to tell you. No, he <laughs> he like told me that I was being dramatic about it and we weren't that close to hitting the bear. It's a bear. I mean, it's a bear in the middle of the road. And so shortly after that, I was like, okay, it's time for you to drive. You can drive the rest of the way. I'm done driving. So So you got (laughs) out after you saw a bear, you got out, did the Chinese fireman drill. drill. There's a bear. Kudos. The part that sucked about that was your GPS doesn't always work out there. Correct. (laughs) So right after that happened, our GPS stopped working. And like it's you can't get any signal whatsoever. You you can't get anything. Getting your messages like five hours late. (laughs) I know. It's terrible. But so like Andy is trying to on my GPS because it's frozen Still see if he can see what roads we need to turn That's on. Smart. Yeah. So we did end up figuring it out, but like we did go in a circle and then yeah, it was a whole Wait, thing. What but- did what did we discuss that your aunt told us before we went up north the last time that she lives by? You gotta print it out like the old school map quest. So when your GPS doesn't work, you still have directions. <laughs> you know, Andy's like, we should have one of those, like, you know. U.S. maps, or you would never figure that out. I mean, I know. not him personally, but like anyway. as a collective, Correct. we're not. I mean, I guess we could, but no. Just print out the directions to and from, so you have a hard copy. 
it's smart. Well, and we we went up and visited them last year, also around the same time. And you would think we would have remembered, hey. But I also think we took a different way this time than we took the last time because a bunch of like big interstate roads were closed or whatever. But yeah, so that was a different direction. Every single time you use it, no matter where you go, <laughs> like just give me the same directions that I got to get get here. <laughs> so then I can memorize them, and I don't yeah. need you anymore. That's why it does it. it. Wants to feel needed. Well, the what I think I went to West Bend, and literally every time I went, it took me a different way there and a different way home. So by the time I went so many times. I knew, like, oh, I could turn here or don't turn there because that'll really wind you up this way. <laughs> I just use it as a guide now. <laughs> now it's just a guideline. It's not yeah. like a nope. end-all, be-all. Don't trust your Jeepus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll, it'll make you go into the water and swim. <laughs> Get out of your car and swim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what about you? What did you do? Anything fun this weekend? You you know that's a negative. <laughs> I mean, you got to get really sporadic messages from me. That's true. It's a highlight of the day. Wouldn't go through. Like, even on Wi-Fi, I'll buy them. How did you do business together when her Wi-Fi doesn't work? Doesn't she work from home? <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. It's Maybe it was just like way too many of us on their poor little Wi-Fi. Mine does that sometimes. But it's always like my Netflix doesn't work. Like, that's why I when I canceled it, I didn't feel bad. Because it always freezes. And it's only ever Netflix on my TV. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I can watch anything else and it won't freeze. But every time I try to watch Netflix, it'll like freeze and kick me off. And I was the only one using it. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? I will hit you. Have you tried making sure it's powered on? Of course it's powered on. Otherwise, it wouldn't be freezing. Have you tried uninstalling it and reinstalling it? Have I tried throwing the Roku out the window? Next, next time I will. The last one was actually a valid question because we had that before with like YouTube TV. Something weird happened and we ended up just like deleting it and reinstalling it and it fixed whatever the issue is. But that means you have to remember what your passwords were. Yeah. No, thank you. I mean, (laughs) it's not that difficult, but (laughs) it's a lot of work because you can't just like type it in. Like, why can't I just type it in on my phone and it'll connect? Why do I have to click each single letter? This is torture. It's technology is torture. It really is. But some of those apps you can, if you have the Roku app on your phone, um, some of those apps. Tablet. And what? I, I have it on my tablet and it wouldn't do the screen thingy. Um, oh, I was going to say some of them will let you do it, but some of them won't. Which As is, we yes. learned this morning, technology hates me. So <laughs> you you are doing so great with technology right now. I'm so proud of you. Um. All right. What are we talking about today? We are talking about um, self-care, talking nicer to yourself, 
loving yourself Not sounds really your power away. Yeah. Sounds really cliche and stuff, but ongoing it's, journey. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely an ongoing journey and I feel like I've been trying this past year to go back to self-care because I feel like I was in a really big rut for a very long time. Um, And you said kind of the same, like, for instance, I couldn't tell you how long it had been since I had been to a dentist. (laughs) It was a real long time. And it wasn't intentional. It's just one of those things that, like, I got to make sure the boys' appointments are made. And then I have 7 million other things to do. And I got to make sure the kids get to the dentist and that they're well, child checkups and blah, blah, blah. And that just falls to the wayside. Or I don't know. I just, it's not something I think about. I think about it. And then I think maybe not because. I think about it. I just don't do it. My spicy type of brain shuts down when I'm not being heard and listened to. And I have just had a ridiculous amount of bad luck with doctors. And I just, I just gave up. Um, Cause the, like if you're overweight whatever everything is about that so like if you and I both went to the doctor for the same exact like ailments whatever they would tell me oh just lose weight but they would tell you oh we it could be this 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 whatever like and I'm just sick of hearing it like they meet you for like two minutes and And I mean, this goes the same for like people in your life as well. Like, I feel like people judge you based on like a small portion of what you're telling them. They don't listen to the whole thing. And that's part of not giving your power away. Like, why do I need to over explain myself when you're not even listening to me? For sure. I think that's something you and I, even though we kind of view the whole, you know, medical thing in general a little bit differently, I think that's something you and I really agreed on this year is um, having like your voice heard when you go places like the doctor or the dentist or whatever it may be, because a lot of times it's hard to feel comfortable talking to someone open and honestly about things that you should be talking to a doctor about or asking the questions or whatever, but you don't feel comfortable talking to them. And they're supposed to be a person that's listening to you. And I'm not a doctor. I don't know what's wrong with me. I came to you for that reason. And I think, at least in my experience, the last, I don't know, 10 years, I've gone through so many doctors and so many different specialty doctors. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to them, it's really hard to want to take care of yourself and make another doctor's appointment or go in when there's an issue. Like, it's very, very hard to do those self-care type things when you don't feel comfortable with the people you have to 
go to for these things. So in the last year, I've found a general practitioner that I really like. Um, I didn't like my psychiatrist. And my husband looked at me one night and he's like, you know, you're an adult, right? Like you can get a new psychiatrist. You can get a new doctor. You're an adult. You can make that decision. This happened with a dentist who I had a really bad experience with the dentist. And I was like, I don't ever want to go back there again. And my husband's same thing. You're an adult. You can pick where you want to go. You don't have to go back to that same person. Right. And I think because it takes so much energy for me to do the thing in general to start, then it's like, okay, now I got to find a new doctor. I got to do a new thing. Like, yeah, you don't, I'm just like starting over. Yeah, it's like starting over and I'm not going to do it because it already took so much energy to make myself do it the first time. But this year I've tried really hard to find people I am comfortable with and making sure that if I decide to like go forward in a relationship with them as far as like a doctor or a therapist or a physical therapist or whatever it is that I need to be open and honest with them. And if I feel like they're not giving me the attention I deserve back or listening to me, then we'll move on to the next one because I think that's very important. How are you supposed to take care of yourself if you can't trust any of the people that are supposed to be trustworthy to you? Right. Whereas my, since I gave up that, traditional aspect because I feel like even in personal life once you've been pushed down pushed down pushed down so many times you just start to say fine then I'm not like that's obviously not the path for me like I don't need that energy in my life so well and like who who out there that is looking for help with something wants to be like belittled about it and made right. to feel bad about it. Like I'm reaching out for help. That's why I'm here. Leave your judgment at the door. Isn't that part of your. Right. And I think like with traditional medicine, they see one path and that you have to hit these benchmarks. You have to be on this path. And if you're not like everybody else, then the heck with you. Whereas I was fortunate enough to have someone in my family show me a different route. And after the doctors weren't listening to me, I went to a specialty chiropractor. And that kind of opened up a whole different mindset um, and journey. Like, they didn't make me feel horrible. They said, well, let's fix it. And this is why you're feeling like this and this is how we can fix it and we focused on nutrition we focused on exercise and they realized that it's not always the same for everyone and it's just when you when that opens up I think it helps a lot of different people because it's not just about 
oh, you're overweight. That's why you're in pain. No, your spine isn't lined up correctly. And this is what we can do to fix it. And I had way more results um, going through that program that I've ever had going to a doctor. Like I have less allergies. I have um, more energy. Like I don't go all the time anymore, but it was more of an intensive program. Um, but for me, that's what worked for me. And I think you have to listen to your body. And that's part of self-care is listening to what makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel good and being around people that are your support centers. Mm -hmm. And um, like I'm trying to get back into the trying to psych myself up back to I can see a doctor like once a year if I have to like I'm not anti-doctor like if it's super serious like I'll go to the doctor and, and Ash knows this like she's like you did what <laughs> are you okay <laughs> well I was gonna mention that after you were done talking like if you were having a heart attack, you wouldn't not go to the doctor, right? Right. right. Like you're not going to just throw some lavender on yourself. No. And be like totally good. Like you're not. Uh, you're not anti. This is an emergency. I need the doctor. No, it's and just if the, you can take a holistic yeah. approach and you can try it first, and it's not a life threatening thing. Well, not just well, yeah, not just that, but like there are certain things that herbs and essential oils and holistic care is not going to um, fix. And I am confident enough and that I can go through that and be like, hey, I this isn't working and I need to go to a doctor now. Like, I'm not... I'm not really anti anything. Um, you just not, have your preferences, what you would rather do first. Right. I'm not like super crunchy, like, <laughs> but like I know what works for me and I know what doesn't work for me. And I've learned, I've had enough resources where I can say uh, or go to places that I can research and like, you know me, I'm very skeptic of certain things to begin with. Like, mm -hmm. I'm the first one to say, mm, that's probably not right. So I'm not fully immersed in the hippie granola lifestyle, like supernatural. Like, there's some things I won't do. And like, yes, I do like healing crystals, but I'm not like yeah, this is going to cure you. No, they're like, they're tools. <laughs> well, and what you and I were talking about, I can't remember when it was, it was either the other day or a couple weeks ago, about like, okay, even let's say the crystals don't really do what they're, you know, they're thought to do, right? Even if it's a placebo effect and it helps you and it's something that, you know, makes you able to resolve issues or whatever it is, even if it's a placebo effect, it's not hurting anyone. Right. So 
Well, unless Let you it be. listen to someone that says this is going to cure you. No, you have to take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> right. Right. For sure. Um, Not to an extreme, but, you know, like if I hold this, it banishes negative energy or right. whatever. Right. Or keeps it at bay. It doesn't even have to work for you to be able to in your mind like convince yourself because I believe a lot of things are mind over matter and and that's the thing it's intention right you can't just hold a crystal and expect it to do anything you have to have the intention that a you're accepting the help from nature that you're accepting that energy and you're (laughs) you're welcoming it to help you with something it's not like it's just a tool, but it's right. your mindset that's enabling the tool. You're a tool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, like, and that's what's really hard about like I think you ask me, um, like I go to a shaman, an energy healer, and it's so hard to describe what what exactly she does. And what we do I in wanna, our sessions. <laughs> I want to do a whole episode at some point with my like traditional therapist versus like what you do for your therapy. Yeah. I think we should do because I think people find that really interesting. And I think it's one of those things like everything we're talking about. You can take away a little bit from both, you know, right. and I, I, I would really like to do a whole episode on, you know. So I should stop talking. Well, you <laughs> moving on. No, you can still talk about it. I just, I would like to go like super in depth at some point about it. You, you talk about whatever you want. This is fifty percent your podcast, girlfriend. Fine, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, it's hard to describe energy healing because it is so personal. For every single person, um, like Reiki, it's so different for every single person, like what you feel and the experience you get out of it totally depends on your openness and where you are um, energetically. Because, um, yeah, I can go to the doctor and I can do all these things. But in the long run, I have to be open to any healing journey. Otherwise, you're just going to block yourself off from anything. (laughs) Well, it's easy to get in a negative space and in a negative mindset. And I really think that there is such thing as power of positive thinking. I think Mm -hmm. if you, if you, give off good, good will come back to you. If you, um, you know, are putting good thoughts and juju out into the universe, like that will come back to you at some point. And I think it's really easy to fall in that spot where you're negative about everything or, um, well, if I don't get my hopes up, then they can't be dashed, right? Yeah, but then you're putting a negative thought in your head subconsciously. Right. So you're subconsciously, we put blocks in our head right. where we don't always realize it 
which as an energy healer, they can go into that and empathically be like, hey, I see this is blocked and they can release it. They don't even have to tell you that they're doing it if you're open to whatever. Like sometimes I feel things and Julie has already released it and we talk about it afterward. I'm like, oh yeah, that did come up while you were doing that. (laughs) So for me, that's my checks and balances. Mm -hmm. Like I had an ultrasound and it pointed out exactly what her and I had discussed before I even went to that appointment. So for me, it's checks and balances that way that Mm -hmm. I can say yes. And I believe that that's what's happening now. Like I said, it's not for everyone and some people will go a different route or some people will say, well, that's crazy. But like I said, it's, our personal journeys, our personal opinions, and that's what we're sharing. Just a different perspective. For sure. Um, And I think it's important we talked about Julie and um, I wanted to give like a little schniblet too of like my therapy that I see um, a therapist and she's fantastic and I am so thankful for her and she is just a great human. But one of the things we've been working on with me recently, which is something we wanted to, to talk about tonight. Oh my gosh, why am I stuttering? Tonight <laughs> um, was talking nicer to yourself. We as humans sometimes are so mean to ourselves. And I know me especially, I don't know how everyone else talks to themselves, but for me, Personally, I talk very negative to myself all the time. And I am working very hard on being nicer to myself because I'm mean. I'm really mean to myself. And one thing my therapist said the other day that kind of clicked in my brain was she said, would you say any of the things that you say in your head, would you say those to any of your friends out loud? Would you say that to their face? Would you tell them, you know, some days? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a good friend, somebody you love. Oh, okay. You can't sit with us. <laughs> but like I'm like on the verge of tears talking about it and you make me laugh. I love you. <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> I know. Um, but like for real, the things you say to yourself in your head, like you are not good enough. You don't work hard enough. You Could you ever imagine me going up to you and being like, Kathy, sorry, you're just not good enough. And you also aren't working hard enough. my life. <laughs> <laughs> you hush. <laughs> Could you ever imagine me doing that to you, though? No. I would never go up to I mean, somebody I love. about you being my boss sometimes. And we're like, probably not. <laughs> but so things like that, you know, talking so mean to yourself. I mean, if you're getting up every day and you're doing the things that are required of you, you're doing a good job. Yeah. You got up. You you did it. <laughs> that is something to celebrate. And 
I know I've been in those places where taking a shower or brushing your teeth is a win because where you are is just not in a good spot. And to try and get yourself to talk nicer to yourself is so hard. Well, and I think it's important that you have a supportive, you surround yourself with supportive people. Because if you come from somewhere where people um, are always talking about you or pointing things out, when sometimes they don't, like we were saying, they don't know the full story, they don't know your full journey, Mm-hmm. They just take it upon themselves to insert themselves for your well-being, quote. <laughs> like, but how do they know anything about your well-being when they don't take the time to get to know you? And they they say, oh, I'm worried about them or I, I'm just really worried about their health. Well, you can't be worried about someone's health if you don't listen to what they're saying and you think you know better than them. Like there's a difference between being there for someone and truly understanding them. And there's a difference between putting your agenda onto them. Absolutely. Well, and it's hard too because like you said, you don't know what anyone else is going through. You don't know, you know, what's going on in their life or whatever, but it's one thing that I'm working really hard on right now is to stop being so judgmental without knowing what's going on, you know, trying to flip the script a little bit and being like, okay. And this sounds like a totally stupid help, like self help talk, but like (laughs) two words. What? Said sounds like two words. (laughs) Well, like it sounds like, you know, the, quintessential these are the things you're supposed to say but it's so true I feel like I'm very judgmental sometimes and probably mostly in my head I don't you know it's not like I'm going around judging people all the time but you know some things it's like you're judging about it and then you think about it it's like who cares it doesn't affect me it it doesn't hurt my life in any way shape or form and I have no idea what they're going through that this is happening, you know? And I feel like that's something that we could all probably do better at as a society is to be less judgmental of people and go back to being kind, kind humans, for sure. So much kindness is lost in the world these days. And we're all a part of it. I have plenty of days where I'm irritated that the person behind me in the grocery store is like breathing on my neck because they're so close to me. And I'm irritated that somebody is knocking their pen against the counter and, you (laughs) know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Clicking it. Click, 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 click. But trying to, in those moments, like talk yourself back a little bit and be like, okay, it's not that big of a deal that they're tapping their foot. Like nobody's going to die. It's okay. And trying to like tell yourself that you don't need to freak out about everything. You don't need to always be in fight or flight mode and ready to 
jump at a moment's notice. Like, you can calm down. It's okay. I think the nice things that I, I've been working on with myself um, is really, like, I'm allowed to take up space. I'm allowed to enjoy food. I'm allowed to just sit here and be happy. Like, I don't need to constantly be doing something just to prove that I'm not lazy. And I don't have to start myself. What are you talking about? We always have to prove ourselves every moment of every day. It's the point of life. Well, and that's what I, like, that's what I mean. Like, when you don't have a supportive person in your life and you have someone who you know is going to trigger you, but it's not worth the fight or the effort. Um, And those were our boundaries, right? Like, yep. I'm not going to give my power away by over explaining myself, but I'm also not going to accept your view of me when mm-hmm. you aren't taking my feelings into consideration. You're not taking the time to actually listen to what's going on with me. Yeah. I'm just going to walk away from that situation. Everybody who's listening to that narrative can think whatever they want because at the end of the day this is my life if you care to be in it then you will be and if you're gonna judge me from afar and that's part of our villain era like judge me from afar I'm not a part of that right like it's just I'm gonna do me I'm happy the way I am I know that I'm doing the best I can I know that I I'm getting the help I need and that we're not all the same. So that's, I guess, my rant. (laughs) Rant over. It's, it's the judgment thing. I think we all, we all need to work on Um, because it just makes, it makes you so miserable too. Right. Like, Feel like feeling negatively all the time about situations because I feel like if you're judging negatively, like you hold on to that. You're the more negative you are, the more negative what you put out, right? So if you're miserable all the time and you hate everyone or you're judging them or whatever, you're holding on to all of that energy and it's just weighing you down when. And they, that other person doesn't care. They they don't care. They live their life and they do what they want. Whereas we internalize it and play it over and over again in our heads. And that's not good for your mental health. And I don't think people understand. Like your words have impact on people, whether you say it casually or not. Um, like a good example um, where I try to help people understand like someone will pass judgment on oh well look what they're 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 wearing or like just like little things like that or like oh she's got a big butt I'm like you're saying that about her but like she's thinner than me so how does that make me feel Like, and I know that's internalizing it. It's not about me. But when 
you're with someone who says that they're open-minded, but then you're with an overthinker, the overthinker is going to be like, well, if you're thinking that about that person, and like we're constantly going to be comparing ourselves. And I have to learn, which I'm working on. This is what I'm working on. This is part of my active journey is just letting it go and taking people's energy and their words as they are. Like we've talked about in the past, like you're not ever going to change someone. So you either accept how they are right now, accept how they talk right now. And if they want to listen to you, then they make that actively known. Don't waste your energy explaining if they're not going to listen. And if that's something you can live with, then go ahead. But if it's not, then you walk away. (laughs) There's a shark coming. And I'm afraid she's going to knock the mic over and lay down. (laughs) Oh, char-char. Yeah. Easty's cat is on the bed, and uh, she just slowly walked up to the microphone and looked like she's not the Charlotte show. (laughs) Right. She looked like she was going to knock it over. She's pretty mischievous. Um, That's what she thinks about that. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So, yeah, I think talking nicer to yourself is a huge thing and being less judgmental about other people helps your vision of yourself. And I feel like it helps you kind of reevaluate some of those things and realize how much stuff is not important at all. And you know, it doesn't participate in what? I said you don't need to participate, like just knowing that you don't need to participate in somebody else's judgments or someone else's negative feelings. For sure. And if you're someone like me, I'm already judging myself way more than you can ever judge me, okay? (laughs) Nothing you are saying to someone else about me is worse than what I say to myself. 24 7. It's it's a repeating record in my head. You don't need to to add any more to it. I got it. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I know. I know I am a flawed human. I know we are all flawed humans. It's it's why we're here to learn that and grow. Trying. And yeah, and tr- try and figuring out how to be a good person and I just think it's important that you kind of step back and think of that sometimes. Like that person probably is already talking mean enough to themselves. I don't need to be saying mean things behind their back. I mean, granted, I think I said on a different episode too that people are always going to gossip, right? It's a part of life. So it's not like you're a horrible human if you gossip, but yeah. just p- 
pulling it back into perspective a little bit and being like, okay, I'm judging her off of a Facebook post or I'm judging him because he knew a friend of mine and they said blah, blah, blah. And kind of going in things with more of an open mind and realizing that you probably have lost out on a lot of cool relationships by making snap judgments on people. Or just Um, going along with it because somebody else is saying it. Like, sometimes you have to stick up for the other person who's not there to stick up for themselves and be like, hey, I don't really like how you talk about my friend that way. Yeah. And then move on. Like, it doesn't have to be a fight. It doesn't have to be a thing. Just being respectful of other people. I guess I'm just realizing in my life at this point that all of that negativeness just why why hold on to it why have it it's exhausting it is life is exhausting enough as it is it would be nice to have you know some of that not on my plate going forward right not no negativeness with that stuff and and also part of that too though is not caring about what other people are saying about you if they are talking about you right there's that saying that uh, what other people say about you is none of your business. And it's very true. It's a very hard that like there it's are so going to be those people that trigger you and like you could be having the best day and you could be like, I got this. Like, it doesn't matter. They don't know who I am. And, it, and for some people, you can let it roll off and be like, I don't care, whatever. But some people who you think should be there for you and when they say it to you it just it's a whole nother trigger and like me personally that's something I'm working on is not being triggered by that but when it's someone who's supposed to love you like it cuts deep (laughs) it does and I don't think you can tell me a single person on the planet that hasn't been hurt in some way shape or form by what somebody else has said to them or what somebody else thinks about them. Like even the most confident person on the planet, I'm sure at one point in time, has been cut deep by something someone did or said. So that's never going to go away, right? But how you kind of deal with those things and try to spin it and try to make it a not-your-problem type deal. I mean, we... We say things to each other that we can laugh about because we know that it's things that we're working on or just silly little things. Like, we know that we can say it, whereas if somebody else said it to us, we'd be like, um, excuse me? So rude. (laughs) Right. But I think the relationship you have with someone, you're able to laugh at yourself. You're able to be like, well, duh. Because you know that they know that you know better. (laughs) That we know that they know. That we know. (laughs) Just like like inside jokes come from somewhere and they're usually making fun of someone. Like comedy is making fun of someone somewhere at some time. And you see a lot of comedics like making fun of themselves or their families And I'm sure, like, 
they cleared that with their families first. Otherwise, they wouldn't still have a family. Flash, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I do too. But I mean, like, but if somebody else comes at your family and they're like, oh, so they're going just- down. Right. <laughs> like, so I mean, it is a fine line and nobody's perfect. We're not saying that we're perfect, but it we are is- like the opposite, as far away from perfect as you can get. We're just slowly trying. I'm not aiming for perfection. I'm just aiming to no, be a happier just, person. Yeah, and spreading kindness. Where like, there's things we've learned. We don't need to talk about. Like, we don't need to point it out. Like, we're definitely people watchers. And like, if someone does something. <laughs> Like, okay, we've all been guilty of watching America's Funniest Videos or The Rob Dyrdek Show. Like, we're all guilty of laughing at people that fall down or get hurt. But the difference is, like, we're going to make fun of ourselves. Like, like that saying is, um, if you get hurt, I'll help you up, but I'm going to laugh first. I'm so bad with that, too. So bad with that. I like if it is really funny to me. There's been like a couple times that my husband has like stubbed his toe or like done something that, it, however, he did it was just funnier than a heck. And trying not to laugh when someone's in pain is so hard. But when you're coming from a place of love, it's different. And you have to establish that with someone. And I, st- <laughs> like, I still want to know if you're okay, but also that was hysterical. And I'm trying so hard to make sure you're all right. Laughter is how I show you I love you, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sarcastic um, humor. <laughs> Stark so- humor. You got to take it or leave it. <laughs> So we're at about 50 minutes right now. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, or we wanted to talk about, I guess, was kind of like our self-care kind of things that we find very helpful. Um, Eventually, we'll put together an Amazon storefront and we can put some of these things in there. But one of the things I've done this last year is really making my bedroom a place that I feel super calm in. I already have huge problems falling asleep, staying asleep, you know, the normal mid-30s type deal. Um, But I've tried really hard to make our room now a spot that I really enjoy, a spot that's super calming for me. Um, I've done really silly things, like we put a galaxy light in our bedroom. and It's so good. Like, if you have a spicy brain, if you are ADHD or ADD or even if you're just, like, cool things, (laughs) get a galaxy light. It is so fun in our room. I love it. I have also little LED candles, like on our dressers and stuff just so it's dim lighting because I have a big problem we were talking about this a couple weeks ago I have a big problem with lighting I cannot deal with fluorescent lights it makes me go insane and if I'm in a room I want the least amount of lighting possible especially at night when I'm home from work trying to relax my office has a dimmer switch and it's the 
epitome of happiness for me. (laughs) Dimmer switches are the best. But I've tried to like incorporate all those things into our room and make it really comfy and cozy. And this is a spot that when I am overwhelmed or have had a bad day or I just need to like get away from everything for 20 minutes, this is the spot I want to be. And it makes it a little bit easier to get a nighttime routine. I sound like I'm a baby. Get myself on a nighttime routine. (laughs) I pretty much am. Um, But like, that's something I really enjoy. And I really like that I took the time to figure out the things that like make me happy in my space. And that's part of self-care. And other things that I kind of do for myself during the week, try to remind myself that I need to take care of me to still take care of my family and to be a good employee and to be a good friend. So carving out those little pockets of time to do the things I want to do. Like every couple of weeks, I'll do my nails and I'll sit in my bedroom and listen to a podcast or YouTube or whatever. My husband will make sure the kids don't come in and bother me. And that's just, I'm not good at doing my nails. I'm absolutely terrible at it. They but it's something pretty. that like. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> what else? Yeah. Um, Talking but I, nice to ourselves. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to talk nice. Yes, I'm fabulous at my nails. Um, But that's – I don't know. That's something I just really enjoy doing. I'm focused on something so I'm not – my brain's not going seven zillion miles an hour because I'm hyper-focused on something. And it's just a way for me to kind of zen out. And I'm in my happy spot, which is my bedroom. And my nails look kind of pretty for a couple weeks then. And it just makes me happy. So silly stuff like that, even just – carving out the time to take a walk or whatever you find calming and soothing. Um, I sent Kathy a Galaxy Light 2 because I knew how much I loved mine. Best friend ever. She sent me the <laughs> Galaxy, guys. <laughs> I love you so much. I gave you the Galaxy. I love you to the moon and back. <laughs> but I think sharing fun stuff like that with each other is a good idea, too, because it gives other people ideas and reminds you that it's okay to like sit in a room by yourself for a little bit and just be with you as long as you're talking nicely to yourself. I mean, I'm always just with me like 90% of the time. And that's also something I've had to like grow with, like being alone with yourself and not going in that deep, dark hole. Like, got to start liking yourself. That's just. Yeah, I do. But it's hard, like, when you just want to call someone and do something. And for me, I'm not good at reaching out. I'm not good at asking for help. So it's switching your mind to being okay with that. Not necessarily like I'm going to be like that forever. Like I have the option to reach out. But for me right now, I don't have the resources, (laughs) I would say. But I'm okay with that because I'd rather have people in my life 
who mean something than people who I call, but it's only on their terms and only when what they want to do, when they want to do it. Um, I am putting it out there and surrounding myself with bringing forth the energy of people that want value my time and value my space and if I don't have that I'm totally fine with that (laughs) and people who are deserving of you and your time and your love correct because you're my sweet baby angel otherwise I'm totally fine in my happy sauna blanket (laughs) (laughs) that is my happy place that I can only use twice a week. <laughs> no. So would you say that that's one of your favorite self-care items is your sauna blanket? Currently, yes. And I was not sold on it. Like the first time I did it, I was super claustrophobic, which I was afraid of because I did the research before I bought it because it was expensive. But I knew that it was something that was going to help with my health. and. I gave it a shot and now I think, yeah, I use it like twice a week and it is my happy place. Like I used to sleep with a heating pad every day, not because I needed the heating pad, like because of pain all the time. I I just like the warmth. (laughs) I like warm, soft, cozy spaces. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Warm, soft, cozy. Those are all magical words. Cool air. But warm, soft, cozy place. Fall is my time. <laughs> We're not complicated at all. Don't worry. Walking con- contradictions. <laughs> Blow a fan or seven towards me all night long while I'm huddled in a big cozy blanket and I'm a happy camper. I don't like the fan blowing on me, though. Like, it irritates me. But I need the cold air. <laughs> <laughs> and my floofy little soft creatures like I didn't have floofy soft creatures in my life and it really like if I'm not around animals I think animals are my happy place if I'm not around animals I it I do get more depressed so so I have you need to come over more because there are several animals in my house that are obsessed with you and tried to bolt and leave with you last time you were over. Whereas mine are like, give me our treats, lady, and we want nothing to do with you. And don't touch me. Right. Like, well, the chinchilla will let me scratch his noggin and his neck and his belly when, well, I don't think he lets me scratch his belly, like, willingly. I just scratch his belly when he's like stretching begging for treats <laughs> but he'll like he'll like hop down and like hang out with me see what I'm doing and he'll like he does this little butt wiggle where like you know how squirrels swoosh their tails so he's got a mm-hmm. squirrel tail he'll like kind of wiggle his butt like he's swooshing <laughs> and he'll like make purring noises um yeah, the guinea pig, she's a big potato. 
She's so sweet. Yeah, she looks sweet. She looks so cute and sweet and floofy, but she will not come by you for the life. Once you catch her and force her to snuggle with you, she is a doll. She'll she'll she will just melt in your arms, but you get her anywhere near her cage again. She's like, freedom! <laughs> Jumps straight out of your hands. I have to like hold her really tight so she doesn't hurt herself. <laughs> That's funny. Animals, man. Animals. Can't wait. Well, I think uh, we've chatted everyone's ears off for long enough. Um, thank you, everyone who's supported us so far. It's kind of yeah. cool to... Um, go online every day and see how many people have listened to us two nerds talk for an hour at a time. So thank you guys all for supporting us. And I think we're having a fun time with this question mark. Yeah. I mean, again, if you want to reach out to us or there's something you want our take on or Want our very us, unprofessional opinion on or want us to explore more um visit us at empathetic villains podcast on facebook um i think we're empathetic villains podcast on instagram um we have a tickety talk yep an empathetic villains podcast at gmail.com um if you want to reach out there and those are our deets. Our deets. Our deets. Slide into our DMs with some cool ideas of things to talk about. Yes. And we wish you all a very supportive healing journey. And thank you for joining us for the ride. Healing ain't easy. No, it ain't. Bye.